0: You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD One Columbia.
1: Welcome back, Radio Land. After a week and a day's hiatus, Cockadoodle News is back. We hope that everyone enjoyed your last week, which was our spring break. Did y'all do, y'all do anything fun? Uh,
2: went to Charleston, ate, came on back down south. Nothing special.
1: I also did nothing special. It was, it was nice. It was a break off of school. Well, I hope that y'all are ready for cockadoodle sports because we have cockadoodle sports for a whole half hour, unintentionally slash also intentionally,
0: nonstop. we ready for it
1: after you just finished an hour of sports. It's just like the sports block today.
0: It does, yeah, it never stops.
1: But don't worry, we also have weather um, as well as (laughs) events happening around Columbia coming up for y'all after this short break.
0: The One Campus Chapter is an organization committed to ending global poverty, hunger, and disease and is currently seeking support in persuading legislatures to rethink budget cuts to areas like foreign aid, Please join us in fighting Capitol Hill. To learn more, go to one.org or come to the weekly meetings on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the third floor of the Russell House.
1: Welcome back. Uh, Y'all are once again listening to Cockadoodle News, as we just said. Um, All right. So I guess we will just jump into things. If you're ever listening and you have an opinion you'd like to share or you just want to chat, you can feel free to give us a call. Our number is 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach us on the phones, feel free to shoot us a message on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching WUSC News. If you want to get a hold of the station, you can find... Um, the station on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching WUSCFM. All right, so we will jump right into things. The Charlotte Observer, in uh, coordination with the state, has reported on a Panther move to South Carolina. They're going to looking at moving their practices down here, um, while their games will remain up in Charlotte. Um, Panthers and SC lawmakers are looking at changing legislation to provide tax incentives and you know um zoning and all of those those fun things um because as a quote which i don't remember off the top of my head who said it but i do remember hearing um (laughs) that rock hill is already um football nation usa so we might as well just make it make it permanent for the panthers
2: yeah, they've been, uh, like, Football USA, usually that's kind of, like, came from, there's a lot of really good teams, little high, really good high school football teams in uh, Rock Hill. So, now I guess they want to have that for all football.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Northwestern and uh, South Point, yeah high school there. But there have been so many good recruits out of those two high schools in the last several years. Yeah, you know? currently
1: um, Clowney, who went to South Point, yeah. and – uh Stephon Gilmore, who also went to South Point.
0: He just won a Super Bowl, too.
1: They're both in the NFL right now. And then, Cor- Cor- Car- I should have looked this up before I started. I Patterson. That's the one. He went to Northwestern, which is actually so close to my house that I can hear their band practicing in the afternoons.
2: That's crazy. Also, Rudolph, Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I'm pretty He's sure. Uh, he, is he at the Steelers right now? Uh,
0: yeah, because Big Ben. Uh, so when Mason Rudolph got to Pittsburgh, um, Big Ben there, Ben Roethlisberger, their longtime veteran quarterback, said he didn't want to help him learn how to be <laughs> a quarterback because he didn't want to train the guy who's taking his job.
2: Wow. So and then also uh, Mason's younger brother, Logan Rudolph, is a Clemson's defensive end. Yes. I think he had an injury. I want a rotator cuff or something like that. So he hasn't really been playing quite as much. But I, once he rehabs it, he was like a four or
0: five star prospect. Yeah, Rock Hill football is, like, at the high school level is so good in South Carolina. And I feel like it's talk like, the mentions, the the two high schools' names are mentioned all the time. But I feel like we don't really talk about how good the area is enough because it's insane how many good recruits come out of those two schools in that area.
1: See, I grew up in Rock Hill. I My whole family's from Rock Hill. I had no idea this was even a thing until. Yeah, I mean, granted, my family's not a football family. I started paying attention to football my senior year because um, I was told that if I was going to get into journalism, I can't be completely ignorant about sports. Um, <laughs> so I started paying attention that that year, but I had no idea until like my junior year of, high, of college.
2: As yeah. well, because they also even had like, Devontae Holloman. Did he go to South Point? I want to say so. See,
0: South Carolina, when Steve Spurrier was here in those years, right around the time that uh, USC was winning 11 games a year, three years in a row, there were so many players from those uh, from South Point that were just big name guys, and uh, I mean that's those are the guys you remember, like Clowney at South Point. I can't t- tell you how many hours I watched of Clowney uh, Clowney highlights when he was at South Point when I was in middle school, because we had a computer class, and what do you do in a computer class? You don't do what you're supposed to do. You go on and uh, what was that? CarolinaScouting.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you watched Jadavion Clowney just kill it at South Point for hours.
2: And at one time they were like Mister Footballs three years back to yeah. back coming out of South Point. And by the way, Devontae Holliman did come from South Point. Okay. I think he was one of the. Uh, I think he was one of the Mister Footballs as well. So that's like a recruiting hotbed. I f- so at, at that point it was like uh, USC kind of had a pipeline to well South Point had a pipeline to USC. Yeah.
1: Now I feel like I should have actually watched. The South Point games that I went to. Oh, yeah, you definitely missed Yeah, great. I went to, like, <laughs> almost every home game for, I think, two years. Because um, my dad was, like, he was helping to announce the game there. Yeah. Um, so, like, we, we just went with him. And I have no idea. I can't tell you what happened at any one of those yeah. games. I got to be really good friends with the Snow Cone guy, though.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I guess everybody matters. <laughs> uh, the last time uh, my high school senior year... We, we won like a seven-game win streak. Anyway, we were in the playoffs. We thought we were going to the state championship, and then we messed around and went against South Point. We actually competed against them very well. They had a guy, I think his name is Nick Marshall. He's in the two-deep NC State, I want to say, as a safety. But anyway, we went up there, we realized how important it is, and we weren't ready for that. Yeah, they have a really good program up there, too.
0: Yeah, they're always in the playoffs. I feel like every time I read the paper in December, the state, it's like South Point on the front page of uh, – of the home sports page and they're in Williams Bryce playing for another state championship
2: yeah it'll be interesting to see if uh, any of the guys at South Point actually made it to the Panthers
0: yeah and uh, the guys from Northwestern they've had quite a few good recruits yeah Uh, they had Justin Worley who was a quarterback at Tennessee for uh, quite a a while he was pretty good Um, I I feel like he didn't quite reach his full potential but he was pretty good right right Uh, he had one year that was very good um but yeah, it's cool that the the Panthers are moving their practices and whatnot down to uh, Rock Hill because now you're gonna have those guys. I mean, there's no telling how much more interaction they get with football and like uh, maybe better facilities come mm-hmm. to the area that they can use. Yeah, so that's and
1: cool. uh, McMaster said that they're looking at not only including like what you would need, basically like the the actual facility, offices, parking. But they're also looking at adding hotels, restaurants, and retail shops down towards the practice fields to really make it completely inclusive for the community, both for those that like football and for those that don't.
2: That's dope. For a while there, actually, the Panthers were having their NFL training camp, I think, at Wofford, if I'm not mistaken. And so it really Mm kind of makes it like a full Carolina thing instead of it being everything in uh, North Carolina. It's like we have practices. And hotels and all those type of things in South Carolina and North Carolina they go play at Bank of America Stadium.
0: Yeah, I I feel like it does like does exactly what you just said. It makes it more like a a Carolina team versus uh, you know I don't growing up to, I grew up in the Low Country and that's kind of far from Charlotte anyway. <laughs> but you don't I never felt like the Panthers were like the team of Carolina. Yeah, yeah. They One
1: really team, two states.
2: Here, but it's, it's like we have college football and they have pro.
0: Yeah, 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 it's kind of cool to see them, uh, like, I mean, it's a small thing, but it's kind of big. Like, yeah. It's, it's small, but at the same it time, like, it's, it's kind of big, so it's cool to see them do that.
1: Well, we will be right back with uh, some more sports, but different sports. Uh, we have basketball, yeah. w- uh, upcoming events, and weather, right after this. What is green? Green Day? Al Green? Green Party? Green Lantern? You lie! You can go green by joining Students Advocating a Greener Environment, or SAGE. We meet Tuesday nights at 8 in the Green Quad Learning Center. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. And we're back!
2: All right, well, as we all know, March Madness is approaching. The madness happens in March, obviously. Uh, go ahead. It is started. Yeah. It was crazy. It was a great weekend. Uh, you had the tournaments, really conference championships or tournaments. Auburn won the SEC tournament, uh, the three, the three seed, okay, slow down, <laughs> Auburn was the five seed, they beat Tennessee, the three seed, the score 84-64 on Saturday.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, Auburn beating Tennessee, I don't, I feel like I've watched, i watched Auburn, Auburn just beat Tennessee a week ago, uh, <laughs> to end the regular season, um, and then, They go this week. I feel like that game gave them the – they played in Auburn for the the final game of the regular season. Right, right. I feel like that game just gave them so much confidence going into the SEC tournament. And then, uh, I mean, they won four games in four days. Uh, They beat South Carolina, unfortunately. Um, So, like, seeing, you know, South Carolina – I caught the last half of that game, and I just felt like South Carolina was never out of it, but that Auburn was just kind of – they kind of had control. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt too. And I felt like they weren't gonna lose, and, and then they beat Florida, and then Tennessee. Like, I don't, what happened to Tennessee?
2: I don't even know if uh, Tennessee. Do you think that they make it far in the overall March Madness?
0: Uh, right, the, now, the way it? they're playing, Not, no, because they were. I mean, in the middle of February, you or early middle of February, you're talking about you know. One of the best teams that the SEC has seen in a while, right, right. Other not, that not named Kentucky, <laughs> so you know, it's just throw them out. Uh, you know, because they're good every year, but Tennessee's they haven't been good in a while. Uh, and then, and then you add on LSU, who's very good this year, until this weekend when their coach was is not coaching for them right now, um, <laughs> pending allegations. Yes, and then. Uh, yeah, and you're you're just hearing a lot about Tennessee and then they then they just lose. I felt like they lost too many games. They lose to LSU and Kentucky within what a week of it, a week and yeah. a half of each other. And then they I thought they were going to get back on track and then they lose to Auburn final game of the season. And then they go in the SEC tournament and they get to the final and they played good up until that point. But then they like that game wasn't even close really. Yeah, that
2: was a blowout, 20 points. And,
0: yeah, 20 points of a basketball game is That one's
2: one's not close. Also, in uh, basketball, uh, talking about the uh, conference uh, tournaments, Duke won the ACC tournament, beating Florida State 73 63. Duke was the three seed, Florida State was the four seed. Duke uh, comes into the NCAA tournament with a lot of momentum. They got Zion Williamson back. He, he played really well. Obviously, you had Trey Jones, the guard for Duke, also played really well who's a freshman, and RJ Barrett. This was probably the last time. Well, no, they'll get to see him in Columbia because Duke will be playing in Columbia on Friday night.
0: Yeah, that'll be pretty cool for the city of Columbia. Um, you're having it's the first time that and that the city of Columbia has held an NCAA tournament event. Um, last year, the uh, state of South Carolina had Greenville hosted, or what was that, two years ago? I think so. Two years ago. Yeah, it was the same year that uh, USC made their famous Final Four run that seems like a long-forgotten memory now. Um, but, yeah, so you're seeing these uh, the steps that the state made in order to have these type of NCAA events paying off. So it looks like the NCAA wants to be in the city of Columbia and just in the state of Charleston in general and getting to—because not only is Duke playing here— we have another number one seed, Virginia, playing uh, in Columbia Friday as well. That's – I mean, you can't really put into words how, how big that is for the city. That's, you have the most prolific player in basketball right now, in college basketball. And um, then you have Virginia, who is uh, just a solid team, a number one seed, who is – you know, they're, they're in the top four teams in the nation. They got rated number one seed, or people seem to think so. I don't really know how they'll do in this tournament, but uh, – I mean, it's cool to see the city of Columbia get two huge teams like that. It's so not that they're just hosting something; they're hosting something big.
2: Yeah, Ray Tanner uh, was actually in. A, what was that? I guess you could say I got a speaking event. He was talking about how much uh, revenue that happens the NCAA tournament brings in South Carolina, Columbia specifically, is like around nine million dollars. So he was really excited about it. Also, it's really nice because Duke and Virginia aren't very far away from here, so you can have those fans. And they play, I think, at 6 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. So those fans can maybe get off and work early at 12 or 1 o'clock and drive down to Columbia. So there should be a big crowd down in Columbia for the games this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, Duke's not that far. Virginia's very drivable if you want to see your team play in, you know, um, first and second round this weekend. Uh, It's very doable for both teams, and, and Columbia's, like, pretty good spot if you're on the east coast in the south on the east coast you know columbia's not far at all you know i I can five out five six hours to see your favorite basketball team play in, in an ncaa tournament for you know 60 bucks or whatever that's pretty good i mean i would take that and you're gonna be in columbia good town you know and that's it's i just can't say how good it is for the city of columbia
2: also, uh, unfortunately, South Carolina did not get a bid. Moving to the NIT. South Carolina did not get a bid to the NIT, so their season has come to a conclusion. So those seniors.
0: What's the NIT? So the NIT is, what's, what's the National Invitation Tournament? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so the joke is that it's called the Not Invited Tournament, which means you didn't make the big tournament. Aww. But we'll invite you to this, this other tournament. And it's good for, you know, your seniors get more games, and you get some more momentum leading into next season. But USC uh, didn't get in. Um, Clemson got in. Uh, Clemson, by the way, should have made the NCAA tournament. And then they go into halftime with a 16-point lead. Did you, did you catch that game last week? Not in execution. Yeah, they were up 16 at one point, and then they end up losing to uh, NC State. I think. Um, pretty sure. Yeah. They end up losing, and which just ends their tournament hopes for the year, uh, because most most bracketologists had their Clemson in and the last four teams in. Um, so that would have been that have been good for Clemson basketball. I don't think they've been in the tournament in a while.
2: Yeah, well, actually, I think two years ago they made it really yeah. far. but besides that, they've been kind of in yeah, and out they, of it. Yeah,
0: they've they've been you know it's not like. Basketball's is not the hottest thing on campus right now, obviously. <laughs> so for them. But uh, I mean, it would have been good, big for them, I guess. Um, but them them losing, I won't say how much joy that brought me. Uh, <laughs> it never but, make uh, you too happy. Yeah, they, they, now they're that kind of helped push South Carolina out of the NIT because now they're not getting the NCAA tournament. So the teams that were supposed to win and be in the NCAA tournament, they're out, and South Carolina got knocked down. But you can't, you know. It's it's Frank Martin said they were they were going to accept a bid if they got it. Um, and it's 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 tough to see the seniors like uh, Chris Silva and Gravit go and not get to play any more games. But right. I mean, they were close this year. They just needed to win more games. So yeah, I
2: guess life lesson: get the job done. Control yeah. what you can control, and you wouldn't be in this situation. But. Yeah,
0: you, you know, you can't can't blame anyone for not making a tournament. Um, but it, it does. It's tough for fans to just kind of not see their team have anything to play for anymore. So.
2: For sure. Also, let's we move to baseball.
0: Yeah. So, uh, funny story today. Uh, Jeff Pissan from ESPN.com uh, <laughs> reported that Carlos Santana, who was a vet, a baseball vet, he played for the Cleveland Indians starting in 2010, I believe. And last year was his first year on the Phillies. Uh, Phillies, if you remember, started off pretty good last year. Um, and then they had kind of a tough second half. But it, it, it's looking up. A lot of, lot of young talent. Uh, the Phillies go an 11-game in- losing streak towards the end of the season. They've got two games left. Uh, Carlos Santana sees a lot of young guys in the clubhouse. During games, he says, playing Fortnite in the <laughs> clubhouse. So what does he do? He walks to the bat rack, grabs a bat, and just smashes the TV to smithereens.
2: I could understand that is absolutely hilarious. He's like, I'm done with this. Y'all aren't focused, so let me just go ahead and take this out of the way for y'all. So y'all have to be focused. I could definitely see an, an uh, a vet probably being kind of upset because he's watching these young guys yeah. waste potentially a lot of time. Yeah, and he's that's like, what he was mad about. And it's like, so what are y'all doing? Oh, you're playing a video game. So look, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take out the video game because I'm gonna make sure you can't play until y'all get until re- y'all replace the television.
0: It was it was just so perfect old baseball mind. Versus millennial. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. It wraps up baseball as a whole right now. They're kind of having an identity crisis as to whether, like, what do we want in the game and what do we want out of the game? And Fortnite was in every clubhouse last year. But you can see, you know, if you're winning, it's not a big deal. Right, right. It's something fun to do. Um, but if you're losing, that's tough because, you know, it's a distraction for sure when you're losing. But somehow it's not when you're winning. Yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. a slippery it's, slope it's, yeah, right there. Yeah, it is a slippery slope. But, yeah, just seeing – seeing, just reading him this morning, just come in to the clubhouse, grab a bat, smash a TV, say we're done with this. <laughs> this so funny.
2: As a team, it's over.
0: Yeah, so what he said – all right, so here was his quote from uh, Jeff Besson's piece on ESPN.com this morning. Uh, I see a couple players. I don't want to say names. They play video games during the game, Santana told ESPN. Uh We come and lose too many games, and I feel like they weren't worried about it. Weren't respecting their teammates or the coaching or the staff or the front office. It's not my personality, but I'm angry because I want to make the team good.
2: That, I could definitely see that. I could see, like, is you're very passionate about something, and you feel like it's it's the all and be all It's how you make your money. It's how you feed your family. And you have some guys that you feel like are kind of taking it as a joke, maybe not appreciating the sport as much as somebody that you would hope would be in their professionals. So you take matters into your own hands, and you make sure it is no longer a problem.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Alright, well, y'all, we are about out of time right now, so just before we leave, I want to keep y'all updated. Right now, it should be about 64 degrees outside with a low of 37 tonight. Tomorrow, you can expect a high of 60 and a low of 37. Wednesday will be a little bit cooler with a high of 56, but look out for Thursday, where it will be almost 70 degrees. If you have an early morning class tomorrow at 8 a.m., it'll be about 38 when you wake up, and by noon you can expect about 51 outside. The farmers market is also in full swing here at USC on Russell How or sorry, on Green Street. Um, Not in Russell House, on Green Street. Um, (laughs) It's Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The Healthy Carolina Farmers Market is a convenient way for USC students, faculty, and staff to shop for fresh, healthy, locally grown produce. Carolina Productions is also presenting Dogs on Davis this Wednesday from 11 to 2 p.m. And the uh, Come Come and See Jesus exhibit is taking place Tuesday through Thursday, March 19th through 21st from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. On Davis Field, come and see Jesus' exhibit is a museum-style come-and-go exhibit where you have the opportunity to see who Jesus really was. You can find these events and more by visiting sc.edu backslash calendar. We'll see you all again on Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 or sooner if you check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Remember, you can find us by searching WUSC News, and you can find the station by searching WUSCFM. We'll see you all then.
0: This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6 30 p.m.